Thursday, happy day before a day before Christmas. I am Jason Whitlock sitting in for Glenn Beck. Uh, this is the final of three days uh, sitting in for the great Glenn Beck. I've enjoyed it. I hope you have as well. I want to thank Glenn for providing me his platform and opportunity to speak to you the last two days and now here for a third day. And guys and girls, we're going to end with a bang. And it's very important that I mention girls because I was talking with the uh, the team that tracks the ratings for the show. And from all the reports, we're up like 387% with uh, female listeners uh, during my time here. Uh, it's been an amazing, like women all over the country have just stopped what they're doing at the sound of my voice and have been listening to this show. And as you heard yesterday, I mean, they were, they were just calling in. They couldn't help. They just had to talk to me. I'm the most interesting man, the most interesting single man, perhaps, in America. Uh, so, ladies, I want to thank you for that. Okay, I'm joking about the 387% uptick, uh, but you get the gist. I'm Look, I may not be smarter than Glenn, but I'm sexier than Glenn. Uh, but we're going to end with a bang. I'm going to walk you through the lies that have changed me and changed my worldview and changed how I'm perceived as a journalist, as a broadcaster, as an entertainer. It was a bunch of lies that got me here, that turned me from a person that was not political to a person who's a little bit political and certainly conservative. Uh, we're gonna do all of that today. We're gonna talk about, we're gonna unpack the lies, the red pills, they're all lies that got me here. I'm Jason Whitlock, the host of Fearless, with Jason Whitlock. Stay tuned for a great show. Next! The Glenn Beck Program. This is the best time of the year. Best excuse I know to deck out your entire home and why stop with the seasonal decor? If you haven't tried Blinds.com, now is the time to get those new window treatments. With prices cut up to 35% site-wide, Blinds.com can make your dream home become a reality. Updating your window treatments is a small home improvement that can have a big impact. And Blinds.com makes getting custom window treatments easy and affordable. Upgrade one room or your entire house with huge savings on premium blinds, stylish shades, interior shutters, and a whole lot more. You'll never find any misleading quotes or hidden fees. That's why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings with over 40,000 five-star reviews. You can plan to do it yourself or have them handle the installation. Their free professional design consultants are always on hand to help you out too. This time of the year, change your house for the better. Blinds.com. Save up to 35% site-wide right now. Blinds.com for 35% off. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to the Glenn Beck Radio Program. I'm Jason Whitlock filling in for Glenn Beck during this holiday season. This is my third and final day hosting the show. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed it. I am the host of Fearless with Jason Whitlock on Blaze TV, across all uh, podcast platforms. And if you just go to youtube.com backslash Jason Whitlock 
W-H-I-T-L-O-C-K. You can find my show on YouTube if you want to watch and see why women all over the country have fallen in love with the Glenn Beck show uh, during my brief stay here. Uh, You can actually see me, watch my shows, youtube.com slash Jason Whitlock. Become a subscriber. Join the Fearless Army. We are trying to inspire fearless men and fearless people to take back this country. And I walked you through in the previous days uh, my journey as an athlete, uh, my journey as a Christian. Today, I'm going to walk you through my journey as a journalist and how my background as a journalist and the lies that are pervasive throughout the modern media, throughout corporate media, transitioned me from someone who was uh, not remotely politically partisan to someone who was celebrated by many people on the left, uh, someone who received a lot of journalism awards and a lot of celebration as a journalist, to someone who is now reviled by corporate media and seen as an enemy of corporate media. And it's because of all the lies that are pervasive throughout corporate media. That's what red-pilled me. And so I just want to walk you through a little bit of that and then walk you through some of the lies that are going on today around COVID, around uh, conservatives, around evangelicals, uh, and just, you know, how I got here. My, my, my mother and father, both factory workers, both union employees, my mother for 30 some odd years, my dad eventually became a small businessman. He'd left factory work and became a small businessman in the inner city in Indianapolis. But my background, extremely working class. My worldview, extremely working class. And at my age, at 54, I'm talking about growing up in the 70s and 80s. Even though I've never voted, I would have to be uh, considered a Democrat because of my family's involvement with factory work and being a union employee. And so my worldview was pretty left uh, for a long time. Again, never involved in politics in any real way, but I probably leaned to the left. I mean, how can I not say that when I used to write for the Huffington Post? I used to, I, I wrote stories for Playboy magazine. I received some of the highest journalism awards that any sports writer has ever received. From Scripps Howard named me the national columnist of the year in 2007. I was the first and only sports writer to ever win that award. That's an award basically given to news side people. I was a sports columnist. That So clearly I was writing things that corporate media and the left had no problem with. And a lot of my friends say, what happened to you? What happened to the guy that <laughs> I wrote a column in 2008 for the Huffington Post that just shredded Sarah Palin? I owe my interest in politics to Sarah Palin. You guys should Google that and look that up. Jason Whitlock, Sarah Palin, Huffington Post. I used to call Sarah Palin Gal Sharpton. And I used to call people on the right 
who I disagreed with Palinites. I don't take back any of those things I wrote and said. I, I really don't. That's how I felt at that time. Uh, that's what I believed. In that same article, I also, I believe, shredded uh, Barack Obama for his abandonment of Reverend Jeremiah Wright. I thought that was one of the most disloyal acts and things I've ever seen. So I, I was someone that, you know, was objective and people thought played both sides. And, and I did because as a journalist, I was always taught to believe you just follow the truth wherever it leads. And the truth will set you free. And that as a journalist, it was my job to expose the truth and let readers make up their minds how they felt about it. And so as a young journalist in my 20s and 30s and parts of my 40s, it really wasn't I had a biblical worldview but that's not what I truly didn't have an understanding of what was driving me. I was just trying to be like Mike Royko, the Pulitzer Prize winning columnist out of Chicago, who was probably the best newspaper columnist in the history of America. I wanted to be just like Mike Royko. And I always felt like Mike Royko just went wherever the truth was. And half the time people loved him, half the time they hated him, half the time they agreed with him, half the time they disagreed with him. That's who I wanted to be as a journalist. And so that's why I wrote many of the things that I did. Some of them conservatives loved. Some of them conservatives hated. Some of them liberals loved. Some of them liberals hated. Uh, in, 2000, in, in, in Early in my career, in the 90s, when I'm working in Ann Arbor and I'm first writing a column, I can remember this is around 1992 or 93. A magazine in Ann Arbor, Michigan wrote a story about me and the impact I was having in Ann Arbor. And I was called an iconoclast. And at that time, my vocabulary was more limited than it is now. I didn't even know what an iconoclast was. I had to look it up. or I, ha I think I asked one of our editors, hey, what's an iconoclast? A person who attacks cherished beliefs, traditional institutions, etc., as being based on error or superstition. And I can remember my editor telling me, no, you're, you're a guy that goes after big targets and idols and, and you know, you, you just, you're not, you don't revere idols. You, you, they're ripe, they're just as ripe for criticism as anybody else and you like going after them. That's what I was. That's what this article was arguing. And so that's in the 90s. I'm called an iconoclast. And now I don't know if we have any iconoclasts working in corporate media. I know that's why I left corporate media, because you could no longer be an iconoclast. The truth is so under attack that you can't be an iconoclast. You can't be what Mike Royko was, what I was aspiring to be and was trying to be for the 25 years I worked in the newspaper industry. Lies became pervasive. And that's what landed me at the blaze. That's what lands me here sitting in for Glenn Beck. 
That's what has me doing Fearless with Jason Whitlock for Blaze TV. I'm going to go a little bit more in depth on and, and, and talk to you about in 2012. I wrote a story that was basically about the Second Amendment and how we needed to abolish it. Yeah, I'm a guy that in 2012 was arguing we should abolish the Second Amendment. How did that guy end up here? I'll explain. Next! If you're looking for a New Year's resolution that is easy to keep, I have just the thing. It's time to do something that will help protect your identity and your personal information. It's time to get LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. LifeLock will alert you to any potential threats to your identity online because you're going to miss certain ID threats if you're only monitoring your credit. And they pay attention to more and will not only notify you if they find threats, things like your information being for sale on the dark web, but also if you do become a victim of ID theft, a U.S.-based restoration specialist is going to help you take the necessary steps to help resolve your case. That's LifeLock. No one can prevent all identity theft, monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock is the New Year's resolution that's easy to keep. Keep you and your family safe and save up to 25% off your first year. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. LifeLock.com, promo code BECK. Save 25%. Jason Whitlock sitting in for Glenn Beck on the Glenn Beck radio program. Uh, I was just about to tell you about (laughs) the article I wrote in 2012. A Kansas City Chiefs linebacker, Javon Belcher, shot his live-in baby mama and killed her and then drove to the Kansas City Chiefs facility and killed himself. He did them both with guns and Again, I made my bones in Kansas City as a sports columnist. I wrote a long opinion piece in 2012 about how uh, used the Jovan Belcher incident to argue that the Second Amendment had outlived its usefulness. Bob Costas, the broadcaster, then working at NBC Sports and Sunday Night Football, uh, read my column before a broadcast of the Sunday Night Football game. Or he read an excerpt from my column. Bill O'Reilly at that time was apoplectic. Trashed me on Fox News for like two or three straight days. Uh, I defended myself, went after Bill O'Reilly. It's what I believed at the time because I was not fully aware, didn't fully understand the importance of the Second Amendment. And so it's what I believed. And again, I've never owned a gun. I've always been pretty much anti having a gun personally. But over the course of the last decade, and it probably started around 2012, 2013, shortly after I wrote this column, the lies on the left became so intense that I had to start reevaluating my point of view and my perspective. And I had to, I had to admit, finally, and I think this really started happening in 2014 and 2015 as the whole Black Lives Matter movement took off. 
And I just couldn't deal with the level of lies coming from the left. And it opened my eyes to the fact like, whoa, these people are crazy enough to take our guns. And I still don't own one, but I will uh, <laughs> before 2022 is over. But they are crazy enough to take our guns and impose their beliefs, force their beliefs on us. Anybody that doesn't believe that now in the middle of this COVID situation and how they're trying to force mandates and how they're trying to force everyone to take this vaccine. If people didn't have guns, they would go door to door sticking that needle in people's arms. But they can't do that because people have guns. And they don't when they go knock on that door and try to enter someone's house, they can't predict what a armed American will do to prevent that from happening. And so I'm just I've had a transformation. And it's because of the lies. And it's like when you're me and you're a journalist and you're just trying to follow the truth wherever it leads And then as you mature and your biblical worldview matures and you start having a true understanding of why you were raised in the church and what those values uh, instilled in you as a child in the church, they make you love freedom. They make you love the truth. And so once you start seeing the truth come under this kind of an attack, you realize it's not an attack on you individually. It's not an attack on your political views. It's not an attack on your skin color. It's not an attack on anything but God. And so Once I came to like, wow, look at this assault on truth. And we're looking at a nation delude themselves with lies sponsored by corporate media and globalist corporations that is trying to convince us without any evidence, any facts like all the police are just out randomly in a genocidal plot trying to wipe out black men. And again, Having grown up the way that I grew up, with my father's business in the inner city, with me having lived and spent a lot of time in the inner city, you're not going to convince me that the police are some kind of super lethal threat to black men. I've lived there too long. My father carried a gun in the inner city for the entire time that I knew him. And it wasn't to keep the police at bay. And so I'm just like, they're lying and telling incredible lies. And it's a, it's not an assault on me. Because, again, if you understand any principles taught in the church. <laughs> John 4, 6, 14, 6. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 18, verse 37. 
Jesus answered, you say that I am the king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into the world is to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. First Corinthians 13 verses four, four through six. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. Love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. The attack on truth is an attack on God. And so these lies are what changed me and what made me come to an understanding of like, no, Jason, you grew up in the church, you have conservative values. You grew up as a football player, sports, you have conservative values. And these, these values are under attack. And I get why people want their guns, need their guns. All right, I got more on this and Chris Hayes and MSNBC next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You've heard me talking about MyPillow for years and how it's changed the way I sleep. Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, fitted me personally for my own MyPillow because I told him, I said, I don't think I really like him. And he said, wait, I think you have the wrong one. Got me the king size pillow. It has changed the way I sleep. It will not go flat. You can wash and dry it constantly and it stays the same amazing shape. You fluff it once before you go to sleep and it's that way. Best of all, it's made right here. So you don't have to worry about, are they going to be MyPillows on the shelves along with the lowest price offer mike is also extending his money back guarantee trial until march 1st of next year so it makes a great christmas gift you can get the standard my pillow for 1998 originally 69.98 a 50 dollars savings and the king size pillow is 10 bucks more go and see all their rotating discounts over 150 my pillow products enter the promo code back 800-966-3117 800-966-3117 it's mypillow.com promo code back your daily antidote to the socialism virus. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. Jason Whitlock sitting in for Glenn Beck on the Glenn Beck Radio Program. Uh, I am Jason Whitlock, the host of Fearless with Jason Whitlock. You can find me at YouTube.com backslash Jason Whitlock or Fearless with Jason Whitlock anywhere podcast or platform. Hunt me up, hunt the show up, join the Fearless Army, hit that subscribe button. All right, when I left you, I was talking about the lies that have brought me here to where I'm able to fill in for Glenn Beck, where I'm, why I'm at Blaze TV doing the Fearless podcast. I was far more middle of the road Far more probably a Democrat or a leftist, even though I, again, never voted, never wanted a political identity. But what pushed me into a comfort with being considered a conservative, even though, again, I really don't want a political identity. I want a biblical identity. I want to be known as a Christian and an American, and that's it. But in these times, I'm considered a conservative. And here's why. The lies just became too pervasive and too repulsive 
for me not to be shaken, awakened, red-pilled, and brought into the light. Chris Hayes, the MSNBC host, the little male version of Rachel Maddow. Two days ago, I believe, he on his show, he attacked Kyle Rittenhouse, Charlie Kirk, Jesse Waters, uh, and basically gun rights. I want to play a clip from Chris Hayes. I'm going to play several clips, but let's start with how he opened his attack on Kyle Rittenhouse. The only reason that anyone knows Kyle Rittenhouse's name is because he shot three people and killed two of them. Last month, Rittenhouse was acquitted on all charges after his lawyers argued that he acted in self-defense when he shot those people. But I think that most reasonable people, even those who believe that that was the correct legal finding in, in that case, understand the key facts of what Kyle Rittenhouse did in Kenosha, Wisconsin last August, what brought him to that moment. He was a minor, 17 years old at the time of the shooting. He took an illegally acquired semi-automatic rifle to another city that he didn't live in and inserted himself in the midst of protests and chaos. And he then took the lives of two people, including robbing a young child of her father. His actions are not worthy of celebration, independent of that verdict. And yet Kyle Rittenhouse is being turned into a right-wing hero. And so this is what I talk about the lies. Kyle Rittenhouse is being turned into a right-wing hero. But the reasons and the reason is obvious. We sat through an entire summer of 2020 watching Antifa thugs, Black Lives Matter thugs, anarchists, burn down, loot, and destroy cities. We've wa- It wasn't just the summer of 2020. This has been going on since 2014 and Trayvon Martin and Michael Brown. It's been going on. Cities getting torched, burned, looted. Police officers, Dave Dorn, assassinated. And our government and law enforcement failed to put a stop to it. And so people on the right, people with common sense, people with a biblical worldview, were so desperate for someone, anybody, to do anything to stop the thugs from burning down and tearing down cities because St. George Floyd and St. Jacob Blake, these career criminals, People were so frustrated, so annoyed at their government, so let down and abandoned by their government that when a 17-year-old kid, like a lot of 17 and 18-year-old kids in 2001 after watching what was going on uh, with the World Trade Center, went and joined the Marines, went and joined the military and said they're going to defend their country, I'm not saying Kyle Rittenhouse did the right thing, but I get it. His dad, his grandparents, his cousins lived in Kenosha. 
He worked in Kenosha. And so that same spirit that runs through the 17, 18-year-old boy or girl that sees their country under attack and says, you know what, I'm going to join the military and do something about it, that same energy flowed through Kyle Rittenhouse. I'm not saying that energy was channeled appropriately, but what should he do? Should he join law enforcement? That all the politicians are are telling, stand down, don't do anything about it? Should he join the National Guard? They were being told, stand down, don't do anything about it. Just let the thugs do whatever they want. If they want to kill police officers, if they want to burn and loot cities, let them have at it. Don't do anything. And so Kyle Rittenhouse went over there to help protect and save lives. I don't care. That's a fact. Everybody knows it. There's video of him trying to help people. And he carried a gun because he was going into a dangerous situation. And Chris Hayes knows that if that serial child molester, Joseph Rosenbaum, had left Kyle Rittenhouse alone, he would be free and able to go out and molest children again right now. He would not be dead. But instead, he tried to take Kyle Rittenhouse's gun. He threatened to kill Kyle Rittenhouse, the pathetic, sick, demonic child molester got exactly what he deserved. And I'm not going to apologize for saying it. What was the second guy, Huber, that tried to beat Kyle Rittenhouse with a skateboard? He was a career criminal as well. He was there to cause trouble. He wasn't trying to help Kenosha. He was just another thug trying to cause anarchy and chaos in America. And if he hadn't tried to beat Kyle Rittenhouse with a skateboard, he would be a free and able to go to Portland or wherever the hell else he wants to go and cause anarchy and chaos there. But instead, he tried to beat Kyle Rittenhouse with a skateboard. Gage, whatever his last name is, Crook Crust, or I, I can't remember it. He put a gun on Kyle Rittenhouse. He pulled out a gun and pointed it at Kyle Rittenhouse and got exactly what he deserved. And so what is being celebrated by people, and this is factual, is the right to defend yourself. We have a right to defend ourselves in America. And so... This transformation that I've undergone is because of the lies. They won't tell the truth. You're damn right I believe in the Second Amendment. You're damn right I'm glad Kyle Rittenhouse manned up and defended his hometown or his dad's hometown, the city where he worked. This isn't some brand new opinion. I said it. Day one, whenever this happened in August of 2020, go check my phone and text records. I'm sure NSA can find it out. I was that dude's a hero. Sitting in some brand new position I got here. You have a right to defend yourself if a child molester and other criminals try to attack you. 
And the reason I say that is because my daddy in the hood, running his business, had no problem when an idiot tried to attack him, pulling out his 38 and defending himself. I like that about America. If a criminal idiot tries to attack you, you have the right to pull out your gun and put him down. I'm not apologizing and neither should you. It's these lies from these feminized cowards like Chris Hayes that have me where I'm at today. It's the lies. Lies. It's not an attack on me. It's not an attack on you. It's an attack on God. These people are demonic and continuing to try to assassinate the character of this young boy who defended himself is why I call him demonic. Pick on somebody your own size, your own age, Chris Hayes. Just because this young boy has more man in him at age 17 than you'll ever have in your lifetime. Don't pick on him. Grow a pair. I got more on these lies on the other side of this break. The Glenn Beck Program. Instead of just giving your kids and your grandkids more stuff this Christmas, give them the gift that will counteract leftist brainwashing. It will help mold them into responsible adults and citizens who understand how our country, how our freedoms, how the economy works. I'm talking about the growing library of resources from the Tuttle Twins. They have toddlers and children's books that explore the principles of freedom using stories and pictures and stories about American heroes and entrepreneurship. They even have a free market career with lessons that can explore how the free market works. So your kids at a very young age will understand supply and demand, inflation, and how government intervention affects the economy. Giving these books and curriculum doesn't just help the kids you know. It helps America because our children will lead the fight against leftism in the coming generation. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. There's a holiday discount of 40% off and you can get the workbooks for free. Give your kids and your country the gift of liberty. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. All right, welcome back to the Glenn Beck uh, radio program. I'm Jason Whitlock sitting in for Glenn Beck. I am the host of Fearless with Jason Whitlock. You can find me on YouTube at youtube.com backslash Jason Whitlock. Or you can find Fearless with Jason Whitlock wherever podcast or platform. Uh, go over to Apple. Give me that five-star review. Uh, hit the subscribe and like buttons over on YouTube. I'm still uh, going in on these lies that have me where I'm at today and have pushed me along on my search for truth and journey as a journalist. Uh, I want to play this second clip from Chris Hayes uh, where he starts talking about the right fetishizing guns or whatever. Anyway, here's Chris Hayes. Now, all this comes in a larger context, and that's the broad fetishization of guns and violence on the right. A public poll from the 
A recent poll from the Public Religion Research Institute found that 30% of Republicans agreed with this statement. Because things have gotten so far off track, true American patriots may have to resort to violence in order to save our country. We know there are more and more guns in America, and they are held in fewer and fewer hands. We have more guns than people, about 121 firearms in circulation for every 100 residents, making the U.S. by far the most heavily armed society in the world. And most of those guns are owned by Republicans. 50% of Republicans personally own a gun, and 61% live in a household with a gun, compared to 21 and 30% of Democrats. Now, the right celebrates this. This has become a, a, a sort of core identity aspect. They celebrated this week at Turning Point USA's so-called America Fest with Kyle Rittenhouse at the center of it all. And I have to say, watching that tape of him walking out and the big cheering is one of the most ominous, despicable developments in our politics in recent memory, which is really saying something because, boy, we have been full of them. So. I have to admit, and again, this is some I still don't own a gun, but I plan to in 2022. I've certainly flipped on my views on the Second Amendment. But the reason why is my eyes were open to the fact that there are people like Chris Hayes who seek political power, who want the government to be in control of my destiny and not me. See, as a full-grown man, Raised by Jimmy and Joyce Whitlock. I want to control my destiny. And so I understand people who want to control their destiny and don't want to be at the mercy of a government. And so, yes, the Second Amendment and owning a gun is a symbol that says Jason Whitlock is in charge of Jason Whitlock. Not Joe Biden, not Kamala Harris, not Rachel Maddow, not Barack Obama. It is my American right. That's what makes this country unique and great, that the individual gets to control his destiny. And so I am aware that there are feminized men like Chris Hayes who wants to be taken care of and pampered by the government. He doesn't want a gun. He doesn't want to be responsible for himself or he doesn't think I'm capable of being responsible for myself. He's wrong. He's a racist bigot. That's what's driving a lot of this. You Negroes can't take care of yourself. And so the government has to. I reject that. My father rejected it. My mama rejects it. I reject it. My brother rejects it. My sister. I get why you own guns. I get why I will own a gun. Steve Dace will be on the other side of this break. This is the Glenn Beck Program.